Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Yeah? It's going. Cool. All right, here we are. This is, um, <laughs> I'm Lori. I'm Jackie. This is the Jackie and Lori show. Jackie Cage and Lori Kilmartin. Okay, and uh, so we're we're taping this one back to back from last week's podcast. Yeah, this is our first back to back. Because you're heading out of town. I'm heading out of town. Yeah, and uh, well, so. what now? Why are you heading out of town? Oh, well, I'm not. I'm not actually heading. You're out not. Of town. Oh, guess why? I'm why? heading out of town. Why are you heading out of town? Oh, I'm helping my 79 year old mother move in with me. That's why <laughs> That's... I'm heading out of town. Oh my God, you're going up. And then are I'm heading to a, a gun shop so someone can shoot me in the head. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going up there. My sister's coming down. She lives in Portland. Where where Eileen, my sister Eileen's going to take some stuff she wants, and then we're taking stuff down here in a in a van yep. and then the rest of it we're leaving the house Salvation Army's coming the realtor's gonna have Salvation Army come and Take give away the else. rest of it and then the okay. junk person gets the rest and then the house that my Close dad died in is sold and new memories are made by another family right. it's really crazy yeah that you know? is that's huge so yeah. and you're doing that this week. Yes, February. The In first week, first of, February. week of February. And so then, you will have done it when this one drops. Yes. So uh <laughs> everyone pray for her. Oh my god. <laughs> Here's it like I was doing my artist way pages this morning. So page one is three pages, right? Page yep. one is like, oh, I wanna blah, blah, blah. it's like me dreaming of the future. Then my mom calls and I have a In three minute your... conversation Oof. and the next two pages are like <gasps> Everything is about not fucking being that woman. It's like the most violent writing. And yeah. if something were to happen to her and someone t- were to subpoena my artist way pages, I would look like a murderer because right? I just was like, I don't want to hear her voice. I got to get a pocket door so I can close off that half of the house so I don't have to hear her fucking shuffling. Oh, the uh, shuffling. I mean, I, I. Right. You I, are not the hero of the story. I go from zero to <laughs> murderer in less than a three second phone call. Wow. I. I, I can I say that I'm shocked you're still doing your artist day pages? Well, it's, uh, the I started pages. up a couple months ago. Oh, did you? It has helped. I, oh, I did them great. early on in my career, and they were great. And then I just, you know, you lose the artist it. way is great. It's I've I've done eleven chapters three times. Wow. Yeah, I I don't want to finish. For some reason, <laughs> never did the last. Are there twelve? There are twelve <laughs> chapters. Oh my! I well, don't know you why. Should never go to a twelve-step program. It'll <laughs> exactly. Be a non-stop failure for you. Non-stop. Well, I could just do the first three and then the thirteenth, <laughs> and uh, you know the thirteenth step. What is it? Quit. Uh, get laid. No, it's, oh, I, uh, I never. Yeah, you never went any. Away. There you go. <laughs> Dang. Right. You could before you got laid. You know, I used to. When I first came to L.A., I was bu- I was bulimic, right? When okay. I was younger. Oh wow! But I was um, I wasn't the sexy kind of kind of bulimic, which I feel Ooh. is the one the people the people that can put their fingers down their throat and make themselves throw up. I'm like, that's that's, that's the sexy. Yes, wow. because I would go to these O.A. meetings for bulimics. And it was all like really thin, beautiful people. And you know when thin, uh, pretty people cry, it's the most elegant. You're just like, <laughs> oh, I love you. 
your pain is so pretty and beautiful. And they'd be like, I make Los myself Angeles. throw up like 10 to 12 times a day. And I was like, envy because I couldn't do that. So to, for me to get rid of food, which is, that's what I called it. I didn't. Yeah. I would have to. Uh, I didn't it's also do, called bulimia, but yes. <laughs> I didn't do diuretics because. Oh, right. Uh, from, from even an early age, I was not into ass play. But <laughs> I, uh, I would either take Epicac. Which, Which is, is. A, something you take when you've been poisoned, and you and it I makes would, you throw up. It makes you throw, and it's a long, disgusting afternoon of almost throwing up, and then not. Um, it's not like that immediate. Wow. I binged, finger, boom, you're out. Yeah, it, it's it's like a day. You know, like you got to binge early and then you, you take the Epicac and you, you get to binge out. early. <laughs> you yeah. Gotta plan. yeah. You got to plan your binging. You got to be very organized. It's a type Holy. A kind of bulimia. And then, um, at least for me, I mean, right. other people, Epicac might bring it right Who out. Knows? I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be poison. It's supposed to get it out immediately because of poison. But for me, I just remember I would just be in agony on the bed and, uh, waiting for it to come up. You know what that's waiting. called in the Harry Potter world? It's called a Beazor. Yeah, yeah, I just thought I'd let you know that. Anyway, um, I'll be over here. You know I don't know that that's called. So <laughs> don't do. humiliate me and shame me by saying it that way. All right, please. But, so you, okay. Okay, so, but here's the other thing I would do, yeah. which was so embarrassing. I would chew food and spit it out in bags. And oh, I sounds pretty. Count, Why wouldn't you? I would take like... I would do because I, I would do peanut butter sandwiches on sourdough bread because they were it was so dry that I didn't risk squ- swallowing any of it. Oh right! So I would chew it, spit it, and then would have like the front seat of my car that where the feet are the drivers. Yeah. I mean the passenger feet yeah, yeah. would be filled with little baggies at the end of the day, and I would scoop them up and throw them away. And that's how I did things for a couple of years. Couple and of I years. would go to these OA meetings, and I was it, you know by the way. <laughs> It didn't get all the cows out. Like yeah. I was big. I was over 200 pounds and I would yeah. just go and, and they were so pretty and so bulimic. And so <laughs> well, I'm like, so I'm bulimic. not doing this right. I'm I not even I'm like, doing I this even right. I can't do an eating disorder <gasps> right. I felt like such a failure. Wow. That is a brutal story of, you know, that I told Maria Bamford one time I said, so I made myself throw up the other day and she looked at me and she said, you did what? And I said, I made my... Didn't your mom throw you how to, to teach you how to th- make yourself throw up? And she goes, oh my God. no, no. And I said, when I was a kid, Nancy Keisha taught me how to make myself throw up. And, and Marie As goes, a weight loss technique? No. Oh, okay. Just because I, I had eaten something and I didn't feel well. She was like, well, just make yourself throw up. It turns out Nancy Keisha was indeed bulimic and very thin and uh, and, uh, and only ate ice cream. And um, wow. right, that was the only thing I ever saw. And that you didn't know that that's how she I didn't, stayed thin. No, I had no idea. That and, would drive me insane. Right. It was, uh, but it was... Um, but it's so weird. There's so much, you know, 12 step programs in Los Angeles are full of very, very good looking people that look very successful from the outside, yeah. but are completely, complete disasters on the inside. Right. So, you, you yeah. S- you same with feel, comedy clubs. Same with comedy clubs, right? It's <laughs> like everybody's been put into the rock tumbler to make them look shiny and good. <laughs> and, but yeah. the, um, but I wish, uh, Wow, that's a brutal story. That's a brutal story. Food's a hard one. Food's really hard. You know, I just tend to eat, which is not. I do. I did Weight Watchers for a long time. Yeah, and um, and I lost. I weighed probably two forty, and I and I got down to one seventy. Yeah, and I'm probably almost two hundred again, but I don't know. At one point, I don't do know you wanna, what I want to do. Yeah, when you look back <laughs> on your life, and I mean, I look back, I, I don't worry 
too much about weight now, you know? It was kind of a phase, you think? No, it was a huge obsession. Yeah. And then um, I Did OA help? You know what really helped? This woman named Janine Roth wrote this book called Breaking Free from Compulsive Eating. And she's written a ton of books on that topic. But it's the whole, like, this, you know, food is something to be enjoyed. Like, you just learn, like, it's it's not you divorce enjoyment from it whatsoever and yeah. it's punishment and it's something you feel horrible about and uh and i still haven't gotten that where i enjoy food but um you know i i just i'm like this this did the job you know it wasn't too many calories <laughs> okay you know but but um uh just so that i'm not thinking about it all the time like yeah. i i have my old journals from when i was 14 and and then I looked at them from when I'm like 25 yeah. and it's the same thoughts. And I'm like, oh, I ha- my brain hasn't changed. And now it's, you know, now I'm of course, different thoughts. No, my no, mother better not mom. live much longer. Just- yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that I'd rather be thinking that than, yeah. than how many calories I ate. And you know, yeah, the, but the artist way does bleed off sort of unwanted thoughts. So it just yes, it, it, take, yeah, it, it, it bleeds off all sort of the the negative bullshit that you the, yeah. and especially if you you don't you're not supposed to reread it, but you see a pattern yeah. when you write it the same damn three pages every day for months. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I take it I'm still still pissing and moaning about this. And you're like, stop pissing and moaning, do something. And so I, I, I it did it was actually good. I should probably get back into it. I own at least three copies of the book. Because I keep <laughs> losing it and then I find it in my in my closet. Christian Dugai Dugai has yeah. a really funny joke about about his therapist saying, Oh fuck, I hope I don't fuck up his joke. Okay. But it's great he, about Go you know, to Christian Dugai. Yeah. You can just write taco for three pages. It's okay. And Christian's like, No, I don't want to write taco for three pages. That is not okay. That's not who I want to be. So I, I during my artist way, I actually wrote Taco like for a line of it and I took a picture and tweeted. Uh, you know what we forgot to do last episode? What? Is talk about women comics, the women comic of the week. Oh my God. We, we did talk about, about We You and I have them privately. Do you have one in mind? Because I have one in mind. Uh, Brandy Posey was mine. I love Brandy Posey. Brandy Posey's awesome and has a new album coming out. Yes. And hilarious. I listened to it. She sent me an she advanced. She sent me a link. I haven't listened to it, but that's uh, not on her. It's t- No, that's yeah. right. And it was just, she's, I don't know. She, she's I've seen be, her set. She's very, very funny. So funny. Brandy yeah. Posey, you guys. I think it's coming out um, the 14th of February or yeah. something like that. She's really cool. Really cool and uh, really and the cover is all the ska because she really like she's on the dork forest talking about ska so she's wearing like a black and white checkered dress oh really oh that's and great and then it has like a lightning bolt behind it so the art's really cool too yeah yeah I wish I could remember because all I remember is that in every in every track of her album yeah there was white one like amazing joke that was so it was just like it was everything that you wanted. It was smarter yeah. and sillier and just more twisted. It was it was there was one bit about um vaccinations. Yeah. Where she was like, I will not perform for patient zero. I will not do it. <laughs> and it was just like this whole it's just it's really it comes from a genuine place. Yeah. She talks about her family a lot. She talks about her her own history. Yeah. She kinda she reminds me of us. So Yeah, she's really funny. She's yeah, great. she's really funny. They she, have she has a great podcast with Tess Barker and um Barbara. Lady Gray to Lady called Lady to Lady. That's so right. check out their podcast too. Um uh fuck, something you said reminded me of something and now I forgot it. Well, we were um before <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we were talking about um, 
the artist way and about about because I think let's actually talk about the artist way if that's okay, okay. because there's every week there's those tasks mm-hmm. and I love those tasks I like the sort of the writing. The only one that I remember that I continue to use sometimes out of the blue, if someone says, what's a good writing uh, exercise for me to do? Someone will say, I need a writing exercise. And I always tell them the same one (laughs) because I will constantly go to this well, which is write a joke about your life from zero to five. Mm -hmm. Write a joke about your life from 6 to 10. Write a joke about your life from 11 to 15. Write a joke about something that happened during those times. Do you do that? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I last as long as I can last. You know, like I don't (laughs) go until I'm 50. I go, I'm bored now. I'm 27. uh, (laughs) Or I start when I'm 30 and I go from there. Hmm. And I just kind of look back and I just I try to remember you know, what year is it? It's 2005. What the hell is going on in 2005 in my yeah. life? So just to try to, it just shakes it up. Like if you think about when you were a baby, what was funny when you were a baby? Was there anything funny when you were a baby? When do you have your first memory? Uh, My first, oh, my first memory. It isn't a cheerful one. I'll listen to the mental illness pod. Anyway, Paul oh. Gilmartin. Okay. It's a, uh, well, all it is, is it's just, uh, there's not, there's no, it wasn't bad. It was just dumb. It was I was about two or three years old on a pile of uh, unclean clothes, so in a in a in an attic, and my mother was yelling at me, so because oh. um, she didn't know where the hell I was, I just oh, waited oh, off, oh. and she was drunk, and she was like, "The um, fuck is my kid?" And, yeah. and I was like, mm, "I'm playing in the dirty laundry." I should have been your mother because I would have been like, "Oh, good, she's gone." <laughs> And I'm the youngest oh, I of six. Do what I want. So I, she was probably just counting and then just going, oh, I seem to be one. Sh-, and it's the little one. What the hell is she? And uh, so, but mm. uh, what was your fir- first memory? You got something cheerful? Let's no. do it. Oh, damn it. One, Come on. I think my. <laughs> We're my, comics. Well, you know what sucks? It's my grandpa yelling at me not to touch. I think he had just painted a desk that I still have and I was touching it. And he, oh, and he it was, was wet. And he, so he says something like, don't. And then he died right after that. So that's. My oh, only memory, huge. and apparently he was the nicest guy. So that might have been one of those rare times he yelled, right. and that's the only memory. I that is a that's actually kind of that's unfortunate because what, what what did he do for a living? What was his what was He's his? A, he uh, owned a store in Topeka, Kansas. I mean, he he managed a store in Topeka, Kansas called Berkson's. Do you have any um, entertainers in your in your uh, genealogy? No, my the closest anyone comes to any artistry is my grandmother, who was an engraver. Oh, weird. That's it. That's fucking <laughs> on wood it. Or on metal? Um, metal. Okay. Yeah. It's, wow. It's immigrants and then farmers, salesmen, and firefighters. All right. And then my dad was an engineer. He went rogue. And that that was, I guess that's an artistry in a way. But yeah. I, I'm the first. Uh, right. I, I feel like I'm the. You're I'm Shecky. <laughs> but it's like the, of the, the, the dysfunction distilled in me, the family, right. <laughs> all the family lines came down to me and I burst on stage <laughs> and said, I got some jokes. Some jokes you know you. what? I I'm I'm I started the process to become a citizen of Luxembourg. Oh, right. Um, well, I, I forget why. <laughs> why. Why again? Well, uh, Donald Trump 
may or may not be the the president well, that's of the United an impetus. States. Yeah. But no, I I, I want to work in Europe one day, okay. and uh, I'll be in the Amer- the European Union. I'll be a member of the European Union. I could work without getting a visa or work permits or anything. I just go there and work. Oh wow! I could be a comic and live there for. I could live the Tom Rhodes life. You know, right, right. Tom he lives Rhodes here is a stand up. He lives here, but he for years he was just all over the place. <laughs> yeah, he just lived wherever. He's worked in every is country. He, has he got a Luxembourg citizenship? No, oh. no. It's pro- uh, what makes you? What made you go Luxembourg? My great great grandmother uh, was an immigrant from Luxembourg. So you're eligible? Yes, they have this crazy liberal policy where if the person immigrated in the 1800s and they died after 1900, that all of their descendants are eligible to re- reclaim their citizenship. Wow! And and it ends in 2018. They gave it, people a 10 year window, and I just oh, okay. found out about it. So, so you're like chop chop. Yeah. Let's get on this. Then okay. I can be a comic. See, it's weird. Like, I have a writing agent. I have a writing job. And I should be writing, you know, a sitcom. And I'm like, yeah. I just want to be a comic in Luxembourg. <laughs> I just want to do gigs yeah. in Paris before I die. You oh. know, like, I don't know. Watching my dad die and uh, you just go, how... I just want to see the world. Like my dad, yeah. he wanted like on his bucket list was to see Bryce Canyon, which is about a 10 hour drive from the house. And he never went. And by the time we were like, all right, we're going to do what you, whatever yeah. you want to do. He was too weak to go. Like he didn't even tell Oof. us. Yeah. He could have, he could have done that for 50 years. He could have taken a weekend and, and, and where's drove. Bryce Canyon. It's like in Utah or something. Okay. So like a national park. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So I, I I, that's when I started going. I just got to see everything. You yeah, know? you're just like, going to do the thing. Yeah, and the, he, he, I always think, oh, man, I'll read all these great books when I'm dying because <laughs> I'll be bored. Uh, <laughs> when you're dying, you're tired. You're dying. Yeah, yeah and you're you like got, Googling you're how, to, how to fix yourself. Yeah. You know? That's not when you start reading Proust. Right, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I still regret in 2003. Three, I did my half hour special for Comedy Central. Yeah. And they gave me $15,000. And I had never had $15,000 before. And I said, I am going to see the pyramids. And then wow. they lined up a bunch of people against a wall and shot them. And I said, I am not going to see the pyramids this week. Fuck. And then I said, I am going to go to Indonesia. I've always wanted to go to Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And the very next day, they killed a bunch of tourists in Bali. And I was like, Damn it to hell. Wow. Where can I go? Wait, Bali is in is Indi- Indonesia. Oh, it's, it's part of... It's, it's one, one of the archipelago. Of the little, okay. Yeah. Look and at you pronouncing archipelago without stopping for a second to well, double check. I, I do have a degree God in damn. political science, Southeast Asian <laughs> studies. And uh, so... Oh, okay. uh, pardon me. <laughs> it's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, but that I, makes me feel better. So I ended up... What I ended up doing, which was also amazing, quite honestly, and I had never done it, was since 89. This was 2003, right? Mm-hmm. I went back to New York and I did sets in New York and I lived in New York for three months and I blew that 15 grand. That's great. It was awesome. That's the way to do it, man. I was like, you, I'm doing to it. To harken back to our last podcast, you yeah. tried to vacation twice and right. you could only successfully do spots. <laughs> right. Successfully. The world wanted me to do stand up. A lot of it. I went to Japan. I always wanted to go to Japan. So yeah. A couple of years ago, I went to Japan and uh, I would have done a set, but. Every I went there Christmas week and okay. everything shuts down. Like the yep. comedy store in Tokyo was shut down. Otherwise, I would have done a set. But the comedy store in Tokyo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. I lived in London for three months in '89, mm-hmm. and I did sets. I did 
two sets at the Comedy Store in Leicester Square. I, I worked that room. Uh, I did the open mic. Yeah. Still wearing uh, my uniform from the movie theater. Yeah. Uh, what? You wore a uniform? Yeah, what? I was. I wore a candy stripe blouse and a and a and a and a, a, a gray polyester skirt. So you brought that to London? Uh, no, that was they was given to me at the Leicester Odeon West End. I worked at the Odeon West End. Oh, you had a job there, a day yeah, job there. Day oh, job. okay. And uh, it was the dumbest three months ever, by the way, in 1989. I worked at the youth hostel from 6 a.m. to um, 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh, serving breakfast and making beds. And then from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., I worked at the uh, the movie theater. Yeah. And then from uh, then I tried to do open mics. And then I got drunk from midnight to about four. And then I got up at 6 a.m. And I uh, oh <laughs> served God. people breakfast. That's horrible. One of the dumbest three months of my life. That sounds fun. It was really fun. That's delightful. I worked, really dumb. I, worked in, <laughs> I worked in London, too. And I've never bombed harder than at the Comedy Store in, oh, I ate in it. London. I ate it so hard. I mean, you, we talked about a couple weeks ago about that. That stillness from the audience when a female, sometimes oh oh you like know, when, when you female, take the stage yeah that stillness but when it's a female American it's it's not still <laughs> like the air is actually sucked out of the room oh it's charged it's it's horrible yeah you know yeah I, I I'm, yeah. I'm still it, it hurts to think about it because I because I mean it, it was a thing where I couldn't figure it out you know and I oh you couldn't get around it. No, not at that. Not in that room. Not in that room. Where I would have those jokes would work in other rooms in in London, even in London, in Manchester, and, and at, but in that room, um, when you only had like the one chance, the guy wasn't like, "Hey, come back and bomb tomorrow," right? <laughs> <laughs> and I I couldn't figure them out, and it was it was um, it still it still makes me feel kind of sick inside that that might be my. Any sort of memory I left in someone's brain, and it's England. like that's like the spot. I still that still eats yeah. me up. Then yeah. I don't say anything, but yeah. I'll tell you the the London I did the open mic was at two in the morning, and it was for some of the coolest, most handsomest looking. It was all guys, and they were all wearing black turtlenecks for some reason in my right. memory mm-hmm. in 1989 <laughs> in Leicester Square, and um, I ate it so hard. That by the end of the set, I lost my shit. And I oh, just yeah? said, I'm coming back next week and I'm going to make you <laughs> bastards. And I came back the next week and I and I, I went completely blue. I went so filthy yeah. that they were completely on my side. But it was ridiculous. Maybe and that's what you have to do. Maybe that's – well, it was what I had to do. It was two in the morning. Yeah. They had all been drinking pints since oh, yeah. the Donna Man. And they were not – they were not interested in an, uh, a slightly uh, heavy American lady. <laughs> What's wrong with them? Until I shoved it down their throats. Yeah. And then they were fine. <laughs> and that's and that's how comedy is done, you guys. I want to go back there. I want to do that. I always want to go back. I do. I, I like. Like, I, I want to be – I'll be six – when my kid is done with me, you know, yep. when he goes to college – we're not speaking anymore. That's how that's how parent-child <laughs> relationships are, right? That's how it goes. That's, that's, that that's with me. It's like you just give them an ATM and then you refill it. I don't. Have to. But uh, then I'll go to Europe. I can live in Luxembourg. You know. Yeah, live in Luxembourg. And I can I can do gigs get a crown in, uh, in uh, England, and you know. Yeah, you do it all over the that's EU. That's all I want. All I want to do is fun spots till I die. Yeah, and I want to live. How to great be would that be? A long time. Yeah. It would you be know? great to just do we'll great be, stand-up. We're like going to be the first wave. That's another thing I was worried about with this 
with the the Schumer thing, where it, it also pits two generations of female comics against each other in a way. Yeah, and like Felicia, you don't want to do any of that. No, Felicia Michaels wrote a really cool post on Facebook about it. Oh yeah, I read where that. she was kind of talking about that that feeling of you know we you know the media has finally decided that women are funny after. You know, t- yeah. two decades of believing Christopher Hitchens, they were finally like, "Hey, <laughs> ladies, Christopher Hitchens dead, dead. Okay, he's dead. All right, so that's I don't have right. To worry that's about. how smart he is. He's dead. that's how dead he is. That's how smart he <laughs> but, is. But you know, and now that they're interested in female comics, it, yeah, they're also not interested in older ones. Right? You know, they're not interested. They, they're less. Yeah, interested they want super foxes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, that thing I sent you today. What didn't I send you today? That um. The the it was a it was a calendar of an upcoming club in oh, yeah. somewhere yeah, in Boston yeah, yeah. I think yeah and it had like three comics I'd heard of and three comics I hadn't heard right. of and the two women looked very young yeah and I was like oh I don't know either of them and you're like oh they both been doing it about six or seven years and no 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 I think popular. one of them has been doing it a lot longer oh yeah but, but uh, she's just not on your radar oh which there are so many great new comics yeah I don't have a problem with the next generation quite honestly I, I'm all in oh it's favor, cool but, yeah but it but it's it's I as... will feature for you guys ladies. <laughs> Yes, yes. Please take me on the please road. Please, in my twilight years, take me to take Europe, me on the road. Yes, my I paperwork will. is so easy. You have no idea. Yeah, she got dual citizenship. Yeah. Um, no, but it it is it is like I don't want to say we had a, a super hard, but I mean, like you know, we weren't headlining after seven years, right? You know, right? We weren't headlining in eight years. No, nope. barely a headline at fifteen. I right. mean, not fi- we could physically do it but right. we weren't allowed with we the to. chops we just no weren't one, being hired for yeah some reason. no one wanted that they only wanted one or two female comics a year and it was you know usually felicia and kathleen yep. you know and yeah that was it those are the headliners we have yeah and the rest of you aren't allowed but you're great features and and so it is sometimes it is hard to see the boom that you know, you kind of helped lay the foundation for, but right. you don't exactly see the right. You have to of. work very hard not to get mad about it. You do. I, th- I think it's a real uh, and there's yes. and, and not to happens, be jealous, not to be jealous, yes. not to be bitter, yeah, not to be angry about it. Right. There's no, there's no real reason for it, and it is not productive. It yeah. is never going to be productive. Yeah, you just have to sort of celebrate that the world turns and yes. the world changes, and and it still could change where. They'll want us again, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get some work out of it. And the thing, yeah. and, the, and we work, and we're fine. Yes, and my yes. life's fine. I have a great job yes. and everything. Yeah, it's all fine. It's yeah, all everyone fine. will cut off their left arm for our careers, so we're <laughs> fine already. Yeah, it's but, cool. But 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 we do notice people seven eight years in who get to headline. Yeah, and you think, oh man, if I if I could have done that, I might be an even better comic today. Right. Sure, and if if uh, if I had an extra eight years at forty five, yeah, if. Uh, Yes. Yeah. And if Letterman was putting on female comics back then, then you can then if he's advancing women oh, right, as right. much as he was advancing men, then you can headline because you have a Letterman credit. Right. But if all you have is girls night out, yep. you're the fucking feature that week. Yeah. You know? And so I could have been does... the Kevin James of stand up comedy. <laughs> oh wait, Kevin James is the Kevin James. I'm sorry. I don't mean to don't I don't mean. laugh at your weight jokes, Jackie. <laughs> I don't want to encourage you. Um no, but it, it, you know, so I, sometimes I think a, a teeny twinge of that may have had something to do with the people getting frustrated with jokes, you know, with Schumer, like, oh, right, you know, like, hey, that that, that might have inspired that a little, maybe, or just okay. a feeling of, hey, 
you know, we're already being sort of ignored, but now our jokes are being used. But you know what I mean? Like it's, (laughs) even though it's like, as we explained in last week's podcast, how that happens, how we've done it. It's 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 totally common. Yeah. Um, But there might be that kind of, you know, feeling. I don't know. It's just, you just have to be aware of it. Yeah. It's, I have talked to so many road comics. You know, I talk to road guys all the time. Yeah. And some of them are bitter and some of them aren't. Yeah. And, no one wants to talk to the bitter ones because yeah. they're 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 exhausting. Yeah. And so it's const it's in the words of Mad Eye Moody, another Harry Potter reference for some reason. I'll be over here. <laughs> I'm going I'm to write two artist way pages about you tomorrow because I can't take this Harry Potter reference. But you, constant vigilance is what I have. I have with with the with the bitterness, with yeah. the, with the making sure that I'm grateful for yeah. what I have, right, and that I'm aware of of. What's what's the next thing to work on? You know, yeah. Like I want to write. I genuinely like. I have a lot of new material that I've written in the last year. Mm-hmm. I am currently almost entirely out of premises. I'm furious. Right. I am. I'm literally just. I was like, uh, do what should I? What are my feet like? I mean, I don't have anywhere. <laughs> like I can do my one through five. I can do my five through ten. What do you do when you're out of premises? I mean, you have the writing job at Conan, so you're constantly having to come up with premises. They're all but that's not stand- that's, but that's never not your stand-up. crosses over with my stand-up. Um, uh, I, it takes me a long time to write new stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, I have like ideas and stuff, and it to you know, I spend a lot of time working on a joke that probably should should be solved in a week, and it takes me like three weeks. You know, I, it takes I do me a, a long spot, time, yeah. and then I don't have a spot for two nights, and then I'm. Tr- you know, because I, I don't live in New York either. And I, I get back on that stage. I'm like, what's that thing again? Oh, yeah. Like, there, I don't ha- I, it's really hard to get momentum here, you know, and I, I don't I w- don't want to be out every night because I, right. have, I have a son. And in fact, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I took off like five nights. I, I just hung out with my kid and okay. put him to bed every night. And I loved it. Like, I loved not feeling guilty for leaving. I loved just hanging out, just hanging out and just. Well, that's, I mean, you know, but I, but part of me is like, don't love it. Don't love it. You've got to get oh, out. No, you know? no. Like, you get to have a whole life. I know. You get yeah. to have a whole life. Yeah. So, so no jokes come slow to me, you know, it's, um, but you got ideas, you said. Yeah. I mean, cause the thing is, is I have ideas, but they're not, sometimes the ideas are so big that there's nowhere to start. Well, you know, what are you failing at right now? <laughs> Honestly, that's what I yeah. look at. What am I failing at? Okay. I'm failing at men. Okay. You know? So. I often fail at being a parent. I, okay. I, I fail at, you know, those are the two big ones. And then there's like little That's little an interesting, ones. that's an idea. What am I? Because failure is funny. You're trying to put together and you're not getting it done. Yeah. You know? That, that's a. That's that's a, that's an excellent angle. What are you failing at? Um, well, I think we were talking about the food thing, so I'm, I'm working on that food bit. Mm-hmm. That's are, the are only you gonna, new one. Are you going to change it now? Because oh, the Oprah thing? Yeah. No. Good. No. Screw screw the world. Yeah. Because uh, literally all I do is I mention that as a job, right. and then I mention Oprah later, yeah. because it leads into the Oprah joke, because it it's not a joke about Oprah. Mm-hmm. It's essentially all I say, I mention the word Oprah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is out there. <laughs> exactly. Total, total thief. But I mention the fact that Oprah has a team, and that I'm saving up for the team. That's does, she off, does she actually have a team? Don't you think Oprah has a team? 
I, I assume know. Oprah has a team. That's the premise of the joke is okay. that Oprah clearly has a team that picks her up and throws her back into the house and says, why are you wearing the weird Transformer T-shirt? Oh, I right? see. Why yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. comb the back of your hair? Yeah. Why would you... What what are you doing? Okay, like because if I had a team, they would genuinely throw me into a rock oh, tumbler. About your style? Yeah, yeah, it'd be a styling team. <laughs> it would be. I would yeah. come out. I would not be any pointier. You I would have not... a style. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I call <laughs> it cash. <laughs> I call you Jackie Cashian. <laughs> Cash man, I have I dress like an eleven year old boy, and it's fine. It's uh, and it's it gets me laid with my husband. It does. You and, get uh, you get way more sex than I do. I well, and that was that and that was a conscious choice. Remember, is to have the whole life because I I encourage you with the boy. I my life was forced on me, and I resent it every single day. <laughs> Except for the five days, I liked my life when I didn't in. have a life. Yeah, I know. Um, I know, but there's comedy there. But I like the idea of of, of writing from, like, is like I do the chunks, those those time period chunks. Yeah. You talking about failure? Like, if you pick a big word like failure or love or anger or jo- you know joy. I mean, even joy. Try to write. Try to write from joy. No, I, I say, what are you trying to do that you're that you're not getting done? Okay, in any part of your life, whether it's something with your house. Right. Or, or something in your personal life, you know, that that's a to me, that's a good place to start. Yeah. That's, I don't even I didn't consciously think that's where I start. But that is always what I, where I'm starting okay. at is yeah. I'm always trying to perfect this one thing. And it's never it never gets the way I want it. Right. You know? Right. It's not. Yeah. And that's things. that's often what, you know, turns stuff, you know, like, like, you know, not to. It's just one joke. It's just one chunk I'm working on. But I, yeah. but about the thing about my kid being bilingual. Yeah. Like that, that, you know, that two minutes is the, it comes from years of trying to figure out his homework, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and take it, driving him, you know, 40 minutes to school every morning and, 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 and going, all right, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to put him in English school and fuck, what, you know, uh, did I fuck him up? And and now he's going to be behind in English because he's been in Spanish for so long. And, right. And all that, all that drama in my head and all that room that took up. Right. Is been um, it crystallized into a two minute chunk that ends really strong. <laughs> might be a TV closer. Oh, there you go. Might be a TV closer. If I can, if, if it, it might, it's, uh, it, you know, it. it it would work like in a it's four and a half minute potential. set. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. As a as an ending thing. That's. But but yeah. So I wasn't. I never was thinking about that. You know, while I was going through all that, I was just trying to figure out what was the best thing to do for my kid and me. You know, because yeah. I can't. I, I I got to the point where I couldn't. I couldn't do all this extra stuff for him. Right. All the driving and all the. You know. You're like, how do I? Like he's failing in Spanish, and I don't know how to help him. And, because you don't speak Spanish, right? And yeah. and you know, I'm not getting help from the other parents, so yeah, you know. Uh, so you got to write whatever. a joke. You got to write a joke. <laughs> I got to write a. <laughs> I got to write a joke. You know how you can I fix came things? up with a solution. That's it. You come up with a solution with a joke. That's uh, that's how you fix things <laughs> Listen, in stand up. I'm comedy. sorry, your life is a mess, but I <laughs> I solved your problems internally with jokes. <laughs> right, I got a minute and a half on you. It's nice. <laughs> We're gonna keep it tight, and uh, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> You know, the other, like, I have this stuff on circumcision, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh, I was doing it. I did it. I did a show in Eagle Rock a couple weeks ago. And first of all, I was like, Eagle Rock, let me pull out some really shitty jokes and see what it, and then I get there and 
fucking funny comics. Packs. Yeah. No, not even. I guess oh. it was packed, but it was just like really funny comics. Oh, good. You know, Chris Estrada, Chris Garcia, just selling really, really funny shit. And I was like, ah, fuck, I can't take. Right, right, right. I can't. Got to go to the but, vault. But uh, so I, I did the circumcision book, which is kind of old. I'm still, like, I still find a few different jokes in there. Yeah. It's where it's one of, it's not, it's not on a record yet yeah. or an album yet. So I still so work still on newish. it. still newish. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, how annoying is it when someone gives you a tag on a joke you're only doing to fill time that's already on a CD? Like, don't even, please don't, don't bother. <laughs> That joke's right, over. Right. We can't. We, yeah. we can't change that. Another That's... thing about your Russian boyfriend. Oh, the guy I broke up with 12 years ago and I'm ashamed. <laughs> Don't mention to me that I just did that joke, please. Okay. I'm embarrassed. Don't tell me I did that joke. Right. I, I, I actually black out during that part of my set. So I don't know. I did. <laughs> it's, it's like a, a fugue state or something. Oh, but, um, but, uh, yeah, so like with the circumcision, I at first I w- when I was doing the joke, I was telling the audience what I did, whether I circumcised or not yeah. with my son, and then I, then I was like, I don't know that you know that's his. Maybe I shouldn't give. Maybe that's his. I'll, yes, All that's right. it is his completely right. entirely. Yes. yes, and so I sort of now I'm just very generic about you know I make the jokes topic. on either side of yes. circumcision as a mother and just you know. But I don't let the cat out of the bag. That, that cat, he can let his own cat out of his bag whenever He's he wants to. He's got the rest to. of his life ahead of him for, to play with that cat. That is and a that cat. bag. Yeah, the bag. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, the, the only thing that I haven't been able to do anything with in the last three years is that grief chunk yeah. that is like essentially three six-minute bits. That wow. every single one of them needs 18 months so that they will be three, two and a half minute bits. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because that's how I write. Right. You know, I have a six minute chunk, six minute chunk, shave it down, shave it down, shave it down. Yeah. And instead I have been working on, I have a new 20 that I'm psyched about. That's, that's amazing. Well, that's and, great. And when I say a new 20, I mean, that's, that's 18, that's a year old or yeah. the, that I've been working on for the last year. And yeah. that is, I think, ready for a new CD, That's but it's great. only 20. Yeah. I need another 25. Cause I like to do a 45. Time to put out an EP. I can do an EP. I need the sound exchange money. I'm not made of stone. I know. I mean, uh, they don't give it, they don't give a shit. They play a couple tracks. Yeah. They, don't they play just play a, tracks. A, they an don't, album. Yep. You could just release one joke at a time. I could. <laughs> <laughs> you guys that looking for this? Amazing. Is this what you're looking for? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but it, it's, but that's the only, and it's so big and, you know, and as we get further away, I, I'm having a hard time connecting with the with the with the topic again. Oh. Not that I want my dad to die, so that I could be could really re reinvigorate the whole that, thing. You'll never write anything about that. <laughs> your dad dying. Come on, man. Come on. Says the 45 minutes. <laughs> and uh, so, but okay. Do you want to talk about this Chelsea Handler show that's coming out? Oh, did you sure. get to see I mean, that? We don't have to. I saw one of them. Okay, I didn't. I didn't now, watch it. Just to, you know, yeah. You know, fair. She never put me on her show, and it was pass, pass, pass. It wasn't okay. like so that might color any opinion. <laughs> it's you uh, know, and and if she put me on her show, that would also color my opinion. Oh right, sure. right. So you shouldn't take my. Actually, you shouldn't. I shouldn't even. Call. I thought it was I couldn't fine. pick her I out saw, of a, a lineup. 
Is that something? Is that to not know who the hell Chelsea Handler is? Really? Yeah, I didn't have cable forever. And then I don't know who famous people are or who non-famous <laughs> famous you people You have a are. disease, right? Isn't I have a... some sort of disease that <laughs> yeah. only rereads Harry Potter. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so I don't know... I have this facism, right? Yeah. It's actually it, called self-absorption. Yeah, it, it's yeah. sadly. Like Brad Pitt officially has it. Like, yeah, come on, dude. I, but I I actually, if I had Brad Pitt's career, I think I would hire someone to stand next to me and, and tell me who people are. You are were. all about hiring a team to oh, do I'm the Oh, I'm all about a team. For but dude, someone could brush my teeth and, <laughs> and somehow force me to put on better clothing. But yeah, so Chelsea Handler... I don't know. She's always talking about drinking, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. she, she enjoys an adult yeah, she beverage. she wrote a couple like best-selling books about it, like comedy right. books, you know? Yeah, just comedy books about getting all drunk and getting laid and stuff, yeah. right? It seems, it seems steady work. And uh, those, are, those, are, those are clock eaters. People love that shit, right? <laughs> clock eaters. <laughs> oh, my God. I, could I release a CD called Clock Eaters? <laughs> Please. Do you know how many I have of those? Oh, my God. Please do. Take it. It's yours. Uh, the clock eater. You could, oh do, you could do like a volumes. Uh, clock eaters volume one. Yes, I could. <laughs> clock eaters. But it's – but so she's got it's, – it's supposedly a documentary. But it is. It, I saw one of them. Did you see any of them? Nope. Oh, my God. I read now, the article, though. Hold on. But okay. we, we, we did some early podcasts oh, that, that Cliff we haven't thing. released. Yeah. And we we were reviewing a book we hadn't read. Yeah. And we decided we were never going to do that again. True. But I will opine. I, I mean, you were correct to stop me here because I will opine without any information okay. about whatever. Let's okay. talk about Jerry Lewis. No, I don't. I Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, he never made me laugh. <laughs> he, he never made the you only, laugh? The only time I enjoyed him on screen was when his life was being threatened by Sandra Bernhardt. Oh, my God. I've never been able to watch that movie. That's a great movie. Super tense. She's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, she is pretty funny. But it was. What is she doing now? I don't know. I she, think she was doing one woman shows. She in and out of one woman shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah, she should. There should be steady um, work if she's got it. So yeah, I saw I saw one of them, and I thought it was good. You know, yeah. um, I I heard it kind of dances on the top of topics. It doesn't really. It doesn't feel documentary ish. Yeah, but then but then the the article on Jezebel talked about how documentaries can be defined in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter that she called it. They called it a documentary. You know, I, I mean, I think uh, you know you have your fans, and if they love what you do. Yeah, yeah I think that, that I think that that it's going to be really popular. Yeah, and it's all it is it, always good when a female comic's doing good. You know, yeah, but, uh, rising tide lifts all boats, etc. But yeah. you know, I, I, and she's very popular. Mm -hmm. People like her. We sound so old right now. <laughs> well, we really enjoy that Chelsea. That Chelsea Handler. I think she's a nice girl. <laughs> anyway, but isn't she like our age? Yeah, yeah. I she's think about she, our age. She says she's younger. I don't know. Maybe she might be. But I think she does a lot of sit-ups. She's clearly working out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, so there's some sculpting going on. Mm -hmm. Some people are really wi with a weed whacker. I'm not really... comfortable talking about this. Oh, anymore. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm okay. like, I just sound resentful. Yeah, like, just, uh, we're, just, we're, we were, we're just, just talking about. saying we don't want to resent anybody. Resent and I'm like, anyone. she didn't put me on her show. Fuck that bitch, man. Right. You know? So, uh, you know, who I really like is, uh, who did I see recently that I... Kate Willette. I saw her. Oh, she's recently. really funny. She's yeah. super funny. San Francisco comic. Yes. Mm -hmm. She was cracking me up. Yeah. Hardcore. She yeah. She books. Uh, she books a night at 
Doc's lab, I think. Uh, in Some convent. I thought it was a convent. Really? Yeah. She's a. It's also a. It, now it's an art commune, but it oh, used cool. to be a convent, and I think she lives there as well. And they have like a common room that they do stand See, up. That's the kind of life I want to be. Is that having. the kind of life you I'm want? I'm in Burbank with my son and my mother, <laughs> and, and some, other comics not are living in convents. Right. Other comics are Come just. Come on, man. I know you. What what I recommend you do is you just get a job at the Odeon West End. And just drink a lot of Carlsberg lager because it was a pound you, 50. When I'm 60, I'm, I'm coming, Europe. You're coming? You're just going to do it? I'm coming. I'm going to be drunken. What's, just what else see do we have world. to talk about? What else do we have to talk about? We could talk about, I think we really, where are we at, Kyle? Uh, you got 45 minutes. So another 15 yeah. if, if we can do it. Okay. Oh, the guilty pl- Oh, thank you. That's right. And so I was talking. To uh, Seattle comic Elisa Wood. I love her. She's really funny. Really funny. Uh, Hilariously flawed, right? (laughs) Talks about her her mental state, and and it's always fascinating. And you're just like, go, 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 go. I'm just like, what else is happening, Elisa Wood? (laughs) I know. So I get a text message from her, and she... And we just start texting back and forth about other things. We're just talking... We're talking about the road. She's telling me what's going on. And, uh, And I said... I'll give you Stanhope, but I don't want anything to do with Norton. And uh, what you mean to ha- to fuck? No, no, I think oh. she, uh, no. Okay, no, it was not. It was not fuckability, though. We could talk, but what it led to was this conversation about well, you like know, guilty pleasures. Only want us to talk about who they want to. We want to oh, fuck. Like what? Me. What old road comics? Older road comic dudes. I, I'll tell you, there there are guilty pleasures of of comics that you know were like. When, when you think about stand-up comedy, some where when I all right, let me say it from my point of view. When I think about the comics that I wish to tell my grandmother about, that right. I wish that I'm like your grandmother. Oh, okay, or, I don't yeah, know, yeah. like Bob Newhart. He's such a fascinating, intelligent Dick Cavett. Yeah, you know, and I do love those guys yeah. with the power of the sun. But there's guys like Stanhope who crack me up. Oh yeah, and are I filthy. love Doug Stanhope. You just roll around in a pile of mud, and I just want to laugh and laugh and have him pretend to jerk off with a soda bottle and <laughs> a beer bottle, and I just want to. Yeah, it's just fucking. Laugh. I know. I know. I have a. I'll have a never-ending crush on Doug Stanhope. Just a entire crazy career. comic yeah. crush for yeah. no reason. Yeah. And of course, as has been stated before, as Tina Fey has said, uh, genius is not sexually transmitted. <laughs> so you cannot fuck your way into getting... Right. So sorry guys. You sorry, can't guys. have this genius. Yeah, this isn't gonna... This isn't gonna... <laughs> Sorry, male features. Exactly, gentlemen. Though I will take a ride back to the hotel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get an Uber. So, but yeah, so who, I mean, when I think about the guys that are coming up, you know, yeah, that I featured for, that I was just like one guy after another that I really liked, but are clearly not guys that you'd ever want. You know, you're like, whenever I hear about one of those guys getting married, I'm like, oh, oh good. Right. Good. Yeah. You know? You mean good or like, ooh? Well, no, no, good, because I think that that might heal their souls. No. No? <laughs> what? No. How naive are you? I have hope. Wait, I have hope you think for a working road comic will be healed by a marriage? Maybe, don't you think? No. That's how I got healed up. Well, yeah, but you're a lady. Right. I'm talking, no. Dudes. You're talk- the, no. You don't think dudes could find the right the right lady and it could... It could make them softer and smarter and better. 
I, I think they can, but they're not comics. <laughs> I think software engineers could do that. Well, I think I, I think, think so. the life. I'm I'm telling you, I think the lifestyle ruins you in a certain way. It can ruin maybe, you. But think, okay, what about Patton Oswalt? Yes, Patton well, Oswalt got married. Was a, should we? I don't think he was a road should, dog, right? He was a road dog. Really? Well, I mean, I mean, do you mean what? What kind of dog were you talking about? You mean just not, on the road a lot? Yeah, on the road yeah. a lot. Not like that. Not like yeah. I'm not talking about guys doing grinding it out sea rooms. Right, right, right. Those guys are lost to us. No, I mean I'm talking. Those men. I, no. <laughs> those men are sadly lost to us. <laughs> so, gentlemen, they're lost to history. Vilmos. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Vilmos. Vilmos. He's the guy that, that does my website. Vilmos, I love you. Oh my uh, God. He, <laughs> he actually did just get married, though, so I think that his wife is very nice. Oh, I thought you meant road. I thought you meant do- road whore dogs in a way. Oh, like guys no, that no. bang constantly on the road and then get married. Oh. Those are the ones where I'm like, yeah, those guys uh, are those guys are no. kind of broken. Yeah, yeah. Unless unless something weird like from some sort of fucking Jane Austen movie happens, movie they all, also books, Jackie. <laughs> anyway, from like unless some sort of <laughs> why don't you just stick to quoting Harry Potter, honey? Okay, if Dumbledore could talk to these people, <laughs> no, it's uh, I just think no, I just like. I like it when like like guys that are super super smart and funny yeah. and dark like yeah. like because you, that you have a comic crush on yeah like like you get like like G- Geraldo you oh know oh my god I had a crush on Greg Geraldo why wouldn't you have a crush on yeah. Greg, Greg Geraldo or, yeah. or or Hedberg you know or I did not have a crush on Hedberg okay well but I, I thought he was great but I didn't have a crush on him well I just thought he was you know. I thought he was super sweet and yeah. kind of sexy yeah 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 and his and his writing was and his writing was more attractive than probably but, because I weighed more than him oh that like is if always I, hard. if I feel like I'm gonna hurt you yeah that's, if I'm on top I can't have a crush yeah. on well and the thing is 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 I can name a dozen comics that I had crushes on yeah. that that I never acted oh, on right. that yeah, never yeah, yeah. yeah it's and, and it doesn't like even if they hear their names yeah. on this podcast gentlemen don't worry about it they're this is not a social you're, contract we're safe at a festival you're together. safe <laughs> you're right i'm not gonna Lori <laughs> <laughs> kilmartin ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> yes you could yeah we could all hang out at moon tower nothing's yeah. gonna happen <laughs> and you know, like Dana Gould, you know, yeah. Dana Gould's an amazing comic yeah. that you just, you sit in the back of the room, Greg Proops. Yeah. You sit in the back of the room and you're just oh, yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah. I am, I've lost my, you know, and it's, it's, it's a comedy crush yeah. or something, but they're men. Sure. So you think of them as men yeah. or I do. Yeah. You know, and, and so that Doug Stanhope is that. And for, I think I don't, and I don't want to name uh, other, but other comics, they, it's Norton, right, you know, right. and other comics, it's DePaulo. And other comics, it's you know who you know some other just complete mess of a hilarity of yeah. a dude you know where you're like well yeah there's that part of you that that that's like I could just be his feature forever and <laughs> take care right of him. I just want to doesn't that guy need someone to drive him back when he's done doing coke <laughs> doesn't he need someone to drive him back to the hotel he's, you still doing coke you still hitting on the wait staff okay I'll just I'm gonna go I'll go read a book I'll I'll come get you in a sec. Uh, yeah. And it kind of, you know, you're married, so you don't count anymore, nah. but it does ruin other guys for me. Just, oh. I mean, the, like Just meeting normal guys. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's, you know what I was just when guys are like, Oh, they're going to try to be funny. Like normal. Guys, yeah. I'm, oh my just God. Normal stop. funny. 
Like, <laughs> like seriously, I, 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 right. You don't want, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, I'm not trying to name drop, but I, I, I spend an hour a day with Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Like, Please don't try to make me laugh. You're not going to do it. It won't work. You know? It's, well, it's, because there's, right. I mean, everybody compared to, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's It's hard to win that fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's almost, like, I don't know what kind of guy I can date. Like, somebody almost. It has to come natural. Total nerd like my dad, just totally out of the loop that it's almost, that's, that. When Andy Ashcroft is funny, they're funny accidentally. Yes, he's funny accidentally. Yeah. He's funny. In a very kind of dad way sometimes. Like yeah. Andy, well, just, he's literally with that outstanding in your field joke. Yeah. The cows and the, and you're just like, a hundred times he'll tell me that fucking joke. <laughs> and so I'll laugh at it and then not laugh at it and laugh at it. Not, yeah. I mean, he's, it's, it's a knee slapper. And, uh, but he's not, he's not trying to out funny me, which yeah. I think is key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not trying to out funny Conan O'Brien. Did right? You, can you make him laugh? You make him laugh oh, a lot. Yeah. So you're the I funny make, one in the relationship. Yes. That's hard to find a guy who wants to be entertained by right. a he, girlfriend. He loves life. being entertained and then he and then when he makes me laugh, he will literally he'll pause and he'll go made you laugh <laughs> and he'll he'll like he'll like yeah. soak it up you know and yeah. it's kind of he's like i love it when i make you laugh sometimes yeah and i was like yeah it's a, that was because that it's was hilarious. chocolate sauce on your yeah, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful um, moment yeah but um no but i i sometimes i'm like well you know i have i have a kid that's great i have a house i have a good career yeah like maybe i can have it all you know and and uh yeah i don't know i just you know, because I I don't want to give up what I what I have to give up was would be doing a lot of spots every time they've all broken up because I did too many spots every yeah. single fucking relationship every single one. Um, and I don't yeah. know how to you know I take time off for my son I'll right. do that now but that's that's the only man that's going to get me off stage I think right I think that's the balance I need a guy that's cool with that yeah but they aren't there's none of them right unless you get a a comic guy who my god. <laughs> There's that, and uh, <laughs> there, and but then you know, I mean, when I think of, yeah, I was just telling you that uh, I was just what uh, I was. Oh, I know, I just did this benefit last, yeah, and one of the organizers of the of the event was in the room, and he just he kept talking, and he wasn't talking; he yeah. was riffing, yeah, and or he was trying to joke, and finally I was like, "Are you riffing?" And uh, and he goes, I am trying to riff. Oh, and I no. said, Let's just talk. Is there anything? Is there anything? Because oh, he'll be funnier if he's not. Yes. Yeah. It'll just be you, normal. You funny. let me find what's funny about you. Yeah. You know, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be some tick you don't understand, <laughs> and then I'll make fun of it, and it'll, it'll be cute. <laughs> or you'll find it. It'll all work out. Yeah. I don't know, but it's it's, but it it is weird being around because I was thinking how sexist it was this conversation that that Elisa and I had, had yeah about. Guys that we had these crushes on, and I was like, "What would how, would would I be a jerk if if I had overheard guys having that conversation about?" But I don't know yeah. that guys have that conversation. Oh, I think she's really funny. I'd really I have a crush on her. I don't. Doesn't that <laughs> I think sound? You just un- answered your own question. Yeah, when I said it out loud, it didn't sound real. Doesn't feel right. It doesn't. Yeah, that, that line in that so- script is not authentic. <laughs> you gotta. Here's my note. Take that one out. No one believes it. Right. It doesn't feel believable, which is sad because it's that would be a, a it's shitty. You know, it's weird. Like 
Anne Marie Slaughter. She's this. Uh, she's a writer. She's also worked for Hillary Clinton in the Defense Department. So she okay. wrote this article a couple years ago on uh, the Atlantic about how women can't have it all, and she she had quit her job because she was spending so much time away from her kids, and her kids were really suffering. And she she's like, I can't yeah. manage it. And women still do most of the housework. And, and again, it's this is coming from like. You know, a regular marriage, a regular career, yeah. you know, where she's traveling a lot. Yeah. So there's a lot of things I don't connect with. And um, and just to do an offshoot before we go, before yeah. I talk about this, I, like, I'm supposed to go to the Writers Guild Awards. And oh, I, right. And I... And I, you're nominated. I'm nominated for Writers Guild Awards. Yeah. Well, all the, all the Conan writers yeah. are. And, I, and I'm not going partially because I can't... I mean, I, wanna... I'm going to New York to do spots, yeah. but yeah. I also, I'm, everyone there is in a happy marriage. Okay. And... I can't, it hurts to be around it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And so, so you I, just, you don't want to face it. No. You're like, I, just there, another night. I also night. didn't go to the Christmas party because, like, I can't, I can't keep seeing, I, it just, like, my big failure, keep, it keeps being shoved back. Because I'm also like, well, it's because I'm funny. And then you see funny people are happily, right? Oh, that's not it either. It's just <laughs> me. I'm no, I think awful. there's, I think there's other, there's other options. Uh, you know, there's, there's only so much. I think you summed it up when you said that the your son is the only guy who could get you to to put aside yeah, comedy he's for a second. Also, the only guy I'm going to support. I've supported guys, and I'm oh, right. that's over. That's <laughs> right. over. Right? You need. Well, I I remember when I first started dating, I was like, I need an adult man. Mm-hmm. I need to date an adult man yeah. who has his own life and his own income, and who can who can live his life, and I don't have to be there for him all the time. Yeah. If we have date night, that's great. If we hang out, that's great. But I can't. I don't want to have to protect him from comics. I don't want to have to protect right. him. Oh my from god, my that I forgot about that. When I introduced well, Andy, you have to give, you have to debrief everybody, all the comics, and you have to tell him, okay, this guy, he's going to call you a fucking cocksucker, but don't hit him. Right, <laughs> that's well, is what he does. So Andy comes into Acme when I, I first time I bring him to mm-hmm. Minneapolis mm-hmm. to meet my brothers and my sister. So Andy Ashcraft, just right on my side. There he is, my rib. Anyway, <laughs> that's not what any nobody does that. <laughs> anyway, so because <laughs> I think he would call me. Okay, so but I was like, so he, uh, Dave Mordahl and Lewis Lee are sitting there, and they look up, and Dave goes, "So how's Jackie in the sack?" <laughs> and Andy grabs chair and straddles it, like turns it around back and says, "You guys really want to know? Let's do this." And and he just calls <laughs> and their they bluff, went, and they went gross. They no. went just blushed. <laughs> they blushed. They both. Bl- it was oh, perfect. I was like, "Oh, that's a keeper. That's that's, cool. that's a good one." Well, so Am- so Anne Marie Slaughter wrote this, yeah. another article about how you can't have she, it all. No, did you change her? <laughs> she did not change her mind. <laughs> But she also said there should be parental leave for when your kids become teenagers because that's when they need you most. And oh. I was like, are you fucking shitting me? I had been counting <sighs> on my, like me, yeah. hating my mother at age 12 on, my son turning against me and not wanting to be near me right. so I could go out and do spots every night again so I could get back on my groove, you know? Right. I've been counting on that and now I'm, now I'm going to be needed more than ever. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn. When do I get my life back? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You get it. You have a, you've, it's a beautiful thing. Having a child. We're, t- 
There's no point in debating whether or not I should have a child. It's, it's true. It happened. It, it's done. I'm, you, yeah, the die is cast. I'm in. But I keep like tr- like I take him to Ireland. I'm going to take him to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take him to uh, Luxembourg. Like I want to take him cool places because part of me is like, oh, he's going to hate me soon, so I want to jam all this cool shit in <laughs> while he likes me, so he yeah. has good memories. And yeah. then what if I die? You know, I I want to I want to just jam him with good stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, but I, but again, I, so I'm, I'm doing all this counting on on him turning against me, not wanting to be n- when he's near 13. me in three yeah. years. Like that's part of my five year plan is my son <laughs> not wanting to be near me. What if he wants to do stand up, and you're like, all right, we can go do a mics together? Oh no, oh my God, <laughs> that's like turning out your daughter. Do- like you're a prostitute, and then you, your daughter becomes a prostitute, and you do clients together. That Gigi movie was very popular. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so you would not you would not wish a stand up comedy career. I would consider that to be a failure of parenting. If you went into stand up, yeah, because okay. I, I think you go into stand up because something you're There's you're some... the evidence of something horrible in your family. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not wrong, right? I don't know that that's <laughs> why. Why are you guys just nodding and agreeing with me? Wait, what am I? T- I don't understand. I literally don't understand the laughter. I, don't I think, think I've said something that makes only complete sense. Because I. I don't think. I. I think especially. I have a. I have an unsubstantiated theory about why there are very. There's a lot of brand new. Because when we started doing stand-up comedy, I mean, there's mm-hmm. three topics at once. When we started, in my opinion, when yeah. I started doing stand-up comedy in the 80s, two kinds of people did comedy. Mm-hmm. The unattractive and the insane. Right. And um, that was, right. <laughs> that's what it yeah, was. Right. And now there are very beautiful, very good-looking people who are doing stand-up comedy that are funny. And my theory on that, here's my theory on it, um, uh, meds. All kids are on meds, so they uh, grow up on meds. They've never had a real emotion. They become 18, 19 years old. They start drinking. They go insane, and then they start doing stand-up comedy, but they've had good dental. They've uh, learned how to work out. They're really good-looking people, and, uh, and they've, uh, they have Adderall and Prozac and all kinds of drugs, and, but they're on a cocktail of a bunch of different drugs. This, and This needs to be a three-part series on Salon. <laughs> you need to write this out. This is amazing. Oh, do you? Okay, so you think it's but there's but something I don't, in- interesting about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean it's, yeah, it's there are a lot of a shockingly attractive people that are funny, genuinely really funny, and they're good joke writers, good joke like, writers, and nuts out of their. So that's just a skill. Joke writing is a skill, you know. But where they're coming from is a unique, interesting place. Yeah, of kind of from madness. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Fuck. it's really hard for the new unattractive people to keep up because it's going to be there, real. Guys. <laughs> Hang in there, guys. You'll so, have but, your time. But so I, I think that that there's a flaw that people come from. But I think that you can you can raise your son the best that you can do. Yeah, and you're still going to make errors, but he still may want to do stand up comedy. Yeah. Because yeah. it's been totally deglamorized, and it just seems like a thing you could do. Anyone can do it now. Knock yeah. yourselves out, people. Take a class. <laughs> the best class that I ever heard about was in Minneapolis. This woman, she was not a good comic. Yeah. Uh, she um, that she, is so often the case. It is was, and it certainly was in the nineties, right? But I didn't mind her having classes because what she did, she genuinely the entire it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, and the first class is 
each person would get on stage, take the mic out of the mic stand, move the mic stand to the left, and set themselves to tell a joke. Grab the mic stand, put the mic stand back in the mic, and then get off stage. That is some shit to learn. It really is. Yeah. And when she, then the next class, she started talking about what kind of material and stuff. And so the rest of like the six-week course or whatever it was, you got to watch someone who wasn't funny. And all you could think was, well, if she can do it. Yeah. That's what every single person who I know who graduated from her class was like, well, I can do that. Yeah. I can get up. I can at least talk on stage. Yeah, and yeah. Be more entertaining than that lady. Yeah. And uh, and you're like, well, and she got $150 and you get to learn that. I took my first comedy class from this guy named John Cantu, who was, this guy was fascinating. He died a couple years ago at the Holy City Zoo in San Francisco. He oh, was wow. a former porn star who started running the Holy City Zoo and he hired Robin Williams to be the bartender. What? I mean, he was like a founding, uh, you know, member Luminary. of San Francisco comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he taught the, and he, and despite him being a former porn star, I've never felt more comfortable or safe with somebody who was giving me notes and stuff like that. And just do this and da, 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 da. And it was, it was great. And then I, ended, and then I took another comedy class from someone who's extremely litigious and I would never say his name, <laughs> but this guy was awful. And it, and it took took me two years to unlearn the bad fucking habits this guy taught me. And I unlearned them doing doing triple runs, okay. doing one-nighters where you couldn't stand in one place where the mic, you know, like you fucking had to get in the audience's yeah. face. And it really, it really, it snapped me out of it. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> wow. You know, anyone best... who tells you how you should stand on stage is out of his damn mind. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 one size fits all and all that stuff. But it, yeah. like you could tell who his comics were because they all did the same. The setup on the left side, the punchline on the right, and they the pivot. Oh, crying out loud! The I'm pivot. Cut myself. Oh my god! That I have to like. I thank Montana for curing me of the pivot because all those one nighters and they're and they're all named Misty's Lounge. They say. <laughs> I I do have a certain amount of that's left over from debate class in high school. Ah, yeah. Where I have to make I, sure I hit all parts of the room. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, that's, that's cool. A, Are we at an hour? I think we're good. Yeah, man. This we, was did a, two we did. We did night. two we in did a row. It. This is awesome. All right, thanks, guys. Jackie and Lori show. Jackie and Lori show. Lori Kilmartin. Jackie Cajun. Bye. Now leaving nerdist.com. 